0: If you would like to support Giving Light financially, visit our Give Online page to choose the best giving method for you. Thanks again for joining us and enjoy this message. Love is patient, right? How many of you know we need to be mature in that? Praise the Lord. Yeah, just a thought. Uh, I was in here praying the other day and. Uh, you know, just emotionally on the inside, you know, just wasn't feeling it. How many of you uh, sometimes don't feel it? You lost that love and feeling. So anyway, I was, I was praying. I had the, the sensing, and the Lord spoke to me, and he said, don't go by your emotions. Go by what I said. And so uh, that's what we're going to do. The just shall live by faith. And it's faith that's trusting God. Faith is believing that what he said will come to pass. And you know that uh, when I got saved, they were singing a song called Just As I Am. Just as I am. But you know, uh, after you get saved, you don't stay just as I am. God's got a, God's got a plan and a purpose for your life to conform you, to make you look like, to make you to respond like Jesus. You know, in 1 John, it says, as he is, so are we in this world. And uh, that, I believe that that has to do with more than just character. How many of you just like Jesus in your character? No no takers on that, huh? How many of you realize you could use a little more work? I remember when my kids were small, there was a kid's song, Kids Under Construction, Maybe the Paint is Still Wet. Maybe the paint is still wet. you're still a little sticky, you know. Don't want to get too close to you because you might be sticky. Thank you, Lord Jesus. All right, well, uh, Jesus, I'm just going to get into this. Stop waffling around. But in Mark chapter 3, verse 16, there's Peter, uh, Jesus is calling his disciples and a couple of them he gave nicknames to. How many of you know God might have a nickname for you? Amen. Hallelujah. Well, he says this. It says, Simon, to whom he gave the name Peter. James, the son of Zebedee, and John, his, uh, and John, the brother of James, to whom he gave the name Boanerges. How would you like to be called Boanerges? <laughs> low but if you, know the inter- if you know the interpretation of Boanerges, it's sons of thunder. He gave that man, you know, if you think about that right away as a man, you think, yeah, I can relate to that. <laughs> I can relate to that. I am a son of thunder. Hallelujah. Wouldn't you like to be called that? To be honest with you, at times I can relate You know, I'm normally, when you see me normally, I'm just a real cool, calm guy, you know. But there's sometimes the lightning and the thunder comes out. (laughs) Uh, My wife and I were having dinner, we were discussing some things, and she says, stop, I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. And so then, Jesus, you know, I like to read the Bible, and uh, when I'm reading the scripture, I can relate to some of these guys. But just as I am with that one plea, God calls us as we are, but He doesn't keep us as we are. Hallelujah. He doesn't keep us as we are, So the, so Bo energies had to be changed you know James was killed by Herod and then uh, John his brother the other son of thunder lived outlived all the rest of the apostles but he, but he was he became to be known as the apostle of love we know that uh, Paul, uh, Paul was related to as the apostle of faith. He gave us that scripture, the just shall live by faith, even though he was quoting it from the Old Testament. You know, anytime you see a scripture repeated in the Old Testament, it says that God wants to get something across. Three or four times in the Bible, God says the just shall live by faith. The judge shall, if you don't, well, I'm not sure what that means. Let me just put it this way. The judge shall live by trust. The judge shall live by trusting what God says, trusting that what he promised will come to pass and lit not only not only a not only having a a mental assent yes i trust god but i live in a way that I, that i act like i believe god you know sometimes faith or trust has to go beyond our emotion it has to go beyond how we feel it has to go beyond what things look like I don't care what, you know, uh, I don't care what things look like. God is still on the throne. I don't care what people are saying, what people are doing. God is still on the throne. He still rules and every knee shall bow and every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. I'm ready for that. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So anyway, Paul said that if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. You know, uh, you might be one of those that are not the son of thunder. You are never, ever angry. Do we have anybody in here that were never, ever angry? (laughs) Never, ever, ever angry. You, you know, but you might be one of those that are, that are uh, calm and complacent, but you'll let people run over you. God don't want people running over you. Hallelujah. He's given you a mouth to speak. You just don't speak like the sons of thunder. But let me just get on with this. God calls you as you are but he doesn't leave you as you are. And what he has in store for you is better than what you are. I believe, I've already mentioned the scripture, but I believe that, uh, that as the scripture says, as Jesus is, so are we in this world. It's not just the character, it's what Jesus did. You say, well, I can't do that. That's because you say it. Didn't we just hear that song this morning? Miracles happen when I open my mouth. But you know, other things happen because you open your mouth. Jesus is the apostle and high priest of your confession. You know, sometimes Jesus doesn't have anything to say to the Father about you because your mouth has been going in a direction that, you, that he can't repeat. Hey, do you, do you, have you ever said anything that Jesus can't repeat? Nobody raising their hands. Well, I admit it. Hey, man, I've said it. But Jesus loves me as I am, but he doesn't leave me as I am. Let's get on before I say something. So God says, God, when, when you open your mouth and you say, Jesus, I give you my life. I confess you as Lord. You are opening yourself up to change, you know, we all say we like change until it starts happening. How many, how many of you just love that, uh, what is that, 322? From Dolphin to past Clark's Ferry Bridge is like four lane now. You remember when it was two? You remember when you had to go across Clark's Ferry Bridge and it was two lanes. You remember Friday night? Have you were you ever there on Friday night during Penn State football? Oh, we're so happy. Oh yeah, they 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 passed the thing. They're going to widen 322. Did you know it got worse before it got better? It got worse when they started during the construction, man, it took twice as long. Sometimes when God's working on you, it seems like it gets worse, but just wait to the finished product. Wait, have faith in God till you get to the finished product. Thank you, Lord Jesus. The Lord Jesus knew who James and John Juan, I was going to say Juan, James and Juan, That would be correct, by the way. The Lord knew who James and John were before he called them, but he didn't stop. He didn't call, he didn't, he didn't not call them because he knew who they were. I don't care what you were like before, God takes you as you are. He took Paul, Paul was a persecutor of the church. It, it, is, uh, it is believed that he actually caused the death of Christians and God still called him. Yeah. How many of you have heard of Amazing Grace? Yeah. The song Amazing Grace. The man was a wretch. That's why he put that line in the song that saved a wretch like me. God knew him before, but he still called him. You have any wretches here don't don't raise your hand <laughs> I know uh some christian got so some Christians have gotten so politically correct they they don't want to sing amazing grace because they don't want to say they're a wretch saved a wretch like me. Well, I was a wretch. I was a wretch sometimes I kind of uh. but I, he saved a wretch like me, he pulled me out. I, You know, some of us wouldn't even admit what we've done. But he knew you before he called you, and he still called you. Turn to somebody and say, thank God. God. Hallelujah. But let's just take another look at the sons of thunder. It says in Luke chapter 9, verse 51, Now it came to pass when he had Uh, "...when the time had come for him to be received up, he, Jesus, set his face to go to Jerusalem and sent messengers before his face, and they went, they entered the village of Samaria to to prepare for him, but they did not, the Samaritans did not receive Jesus because his face was set for the journey to Jerusalem." And when his disciples, James and John, the the sons of thunder, saw this, they said, Lord, do you want us to command fire to come down from heaven and consume them just as Elijah did? They had a scriptural backing. They had a word from the Lord. Do you want us to call down fire like Elijah did? You know, some people say, well, you know, some people in our definition of love say, God, you know, God, don't rebuke us today. Do You know, the first rebuke after the resurrection were the disciples because they didn't believe Mary when she came back and said she saw the Lord. He, the, he rebuked them for unbelief. They refused to believe. Do you know that back in that time, I know I'm getting off. I always get off, so what difference does it make? (laughs) Do you know that at that time, a woman's testimony was not valid? You couldn't use a woman's testimony in court. But Jesus rebuked his disciples because they didn't believe Mary who saw Jesus and said he was alive. And then there was a couple other guys, the ones that were on the road to Emmaus, they came and they didn't believe them either. The just shall live by what? Just shall live by faith. Hallelujah. How many of you are living by faith today? So verse, uh, verse 55, he turned and rebuked them, and he said, do you, not, uh, you do not know what manner of spirit you are. For the Son of Man did not come to destroy men's lives, but to save them. And they left and went to another village. Are there people in your lives that just tick you off? <laughs> are there people in your lives that you just would like to give them a piece of your mind? Let me just say, don't do it, you might run out. <laughs> you want to give them a piece of your mind. Well, Jesus says, well, let's just go to another village. Yeah, there you go. Let's just go to another village. And let's not destroy them. you know that when we come up with these angry responses, like I do, I'm confessing my sin. Confess your faults one to another. Pray you one. So pray for me, brothers. Pray for one another that you may be healed. Thank you, Lord. Sometimes we just need to let it go. Let it. That doesn't mean we don't take. That does not mean that we don't respond. But when it comes to wanting to call down fire, when it comes to wanting to take people out, we have got to get rid of that spirit, the spirit of the sons of thunder, and come to the place where we have the spirit of God. What kind of spirit does God have? Well, we're going to get into it. Uh, I was going to do the whole chapter of 1 John chapter 4, but uh, well, let's start out with it. 1 John chapter 4. Beloved. Do we have any beloved in here? Well, you how many of you confle- confessed I'm loved? Yeah. Then you're beloved. Another way of putting it is just be loved. Receive love. Receive the love of God. So, beloved, do not believe every spirit. You know, some people are just gullible, they will receive anything that somebody says, well, it's on the Internet. (laughs) Well, do you know that uh, Abraham Lincoln said, don't believe everything that's on on the Internet? I saw that on the Internet. (laughs) Just a thought. He says, beloved, believe not every spirit, but test the spirits. You know, he's talking about spirits, but he relates them to people. Sometimes people are speaking, but, they're, but they are driven by spirits. He says, but test the spirits whether they are of God, because many false prophets have gone out into the world. By this we know the Spirit of God, every spirit that confesses that Jesus Christ is come in the flesh is of God, but every spirit that does not confess that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh, is not of God. And by this we know the spirit of Antichrist, which we have heard was coming and is now already in the world. I want to just say this, that any person can say Jesus has come in the flesh. But if they... But if they are moving in the spirit, some spirits will not let the flesh person say that Jesus has come in the flesh. That's why why even in the book of uh, 1 Corinthians, he says, do not despise prophecy, but test it. As a matter of fact, in the first part of that chapter, he talks about, uh, you know, that uh, anybody speaking by the spirit that calls Jesus is a curse, that is not of God. How many of you have said things you, you thought? I said that? Was that me? <laughs> Was that me? Do you know that you could have been moved upon by a spirit that we've opened the door to? So, he says, don't believe every spirit, but test the spirits. All right. But I want to go over this uh, one part again. He says, this is the spirit of Antichrist, which you have heard was coming and is now already in the world. You know, 2,000 years ago, the Antichrist spirit was already in the world. And it's not just the Antichrist, Personal, but it is the Antichrist spirit that is not only with individuals, it is with government. How many of you know the the leader of the Chinese party in China had the Bible rewritten so that it made it look like Jesus had sinned? I would say that's the spirit of Antichrist. I would say in in countries where they are killing Christians and cutting off their heads and torturing, I would say that that is the spirit of Antichrist. But that spirit has been around for over 2,000 years. So the Antichrist is nothing new. Turn to somebody and say, I've dealt with him before. (laughs) Have you ever talked to anybody about Jesus and... They didn't respond well. Just a thought. Thank you, Jesus. All right. But he goes on to say this. He says, you are of God, little children, and have overcome them because greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. Do you get offended when this guy calls you a little child? He's almost 100 years old. Everybody's young. Everybody's a kid to him. Grandma Grandma, she never quit. I tried to correct her. She always called me her boy. I said, I am in my sixties. That's the de- don't say that. she She just called me her boy. Hey, boy. So don't get upset if this guy calls you little children. You are of God. Turn to somebody I am of God. And I have overcome them. them. Who have you overcome? You've overcome the spirit of Antichrist. How did you overcome the spirit of Antichrist? Because greater is he who is in you than he that's in the world. Do not be confused about who you are. And do not be confused about who you belong to. Hey, man, I'm an American. I don't belong to anybody. (laughs) You're bought with a price. You're bought with the blood of Jesus. You belong to God. You know, God has this strange, strange thing. He thinks he's God. And and because he thinks and he because he knows he's God, when he tells you to do something, he expects a response in the right direction. Oh well, I think God loves me, and uh, if I don't do it, I'm okay. The Lord, whom the Lord loves, He corrects. You know that's in the Bible too. My dad must have really loved me. It reminds me of a song I'm not going to sing. <laughs> he loves me, loves me, loves me, loves me. Simon and Garfunkel. But anyway, he must have really loved me because he corrected me. It's more like beating, but anyway. So anyway, where are we at? Let's go to verse 5. They are of the world, therefore they speak of the world, and the world hears them. You know, the scripture tells us that we hear the voice of God. The scripture says in Revelation, He who has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit of God is saying to the churches. Churches aren't buildings. Churches are people, churches are individuals that are born of God, that are washed in the blood of Jesus, and we are to hear the voice of God. And when we ignore the voice of God, we get in trouble. When we respond and obey the voice of God, we avoid trouble. You know, I believe that we would be more blessed if we would just obey what spirit of God says sometimes we open the door, you know, oh man, God's really treating me bad he's not treating you bad. sometimes we get out from under his protection i've got a I had a picture of a of a a friend he I believe he was in Germany, but there was this he was standing guard duty, and he was standing right next to a a sign, and it says, do not go beyond this point. It says, travel at your own risk. Why? Because beyond that point, the enemy's there. And a lot of times we get out beyond where God says to go and we open ourselves up to the enemy and then we think if something happens to us, why did God allow this to happen? He put in his word here a sign that said, do not travel beyond this point. Don't travel. Ooh, man, it's going to be a good day today. My wife's agreeing with me. Hallelujah. (laughs) Praise the Lord. Verse 6 I appreciate it, dear. I, I do. I just have to wake them up. But it says, "It says in verse seven, beloved, let us love one another." Now, who's talking here? Well, you say John, but John. Uh, what is it? All scripture is given by who? Inspiration of God. So, if John, if this is scripture, God, John is saying it. God is saying it to you, to me also. Beloved, let us love one another, for love is of God, and everyone who loves is born of God and knows God. Remember, the sons of thunder didn't know what spirit they were of. You've got to know that you are of God. You've got to know that you're born of God, and when the sons of thunder try to rise up, you've got to put the sons of thunder down. Thank you, Jesus. He goes on, he says, he who does not love does not know God. Did you know it even, he didn't, there's one phrase he didn't put, put in there. For everyone that loves is born of God and knows God. You know, we've got Christians that are born of God, but they don't have a clue who God is. They still believe that God's out to get them. They still believe that, man, if I make the wrong move, God's going to hit me with his heavenly fly swatter. He's just waiting for me. God God is just doing this. No, you've gotten out beyond the the travel at your own risk sign. Pastor, I don't don't agree with that one. Okay, I'm just going to go to the next village. I'm not going to get angry. I'm not going. I'm not going to ruin my day. Uh, walk on by, walk on by. Dun, 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 dun. Anyway, I'm just uh, help. I'm just teaching patience. To my grandson. Oh, wait until you come over to watch a movie. I'll I'll tell you then. Oh, man, I I got a great story, but I I don't have time. It's about Rebecca and Joel. Hallelujah. Yeah, it was, about a, it was about movies, too. So, Anyway, Rebecca was rigidly righteous. He who does not love does not know God, for God is love. In this, the love of God is manifested towards us in that he sent his only begotten son into, into the world that we might live through him. It's all about Jesus. Your life and the joys of your life and the blessings of your life are all about Jesus. It's not because of what you did. It's because of what he did already. Salvation, the only thing you can bring to salvation is your sin that caused Jesus to have to go to the cross. That's all you can bring. It's all about Jesus. Jesus already paid the price. It's Jesus plus nothing for your salvation. Now, of course, there's gifts. Of course, there's the Holy Spirit. Of course, but that is a gift that Jesus sent from the Father. Thank you, Lord. God doesn't just talk love. He demonstrates it. Romans chapter 5, verse 8, he says, But God demonstrates his love towards us in that while we were yet sinners. What is a sinner? A sinner is a lawbreaker. We have broken the laws of God. Hallelujah. He says, While we were sinners, Christ died for us much more Then, having been justified by his blood, we shall be saved from wrath through him. Hallelujah. I like that. I don't want to experience God's wrath. I don't have to experience God's wrath because Jesus paid it all. Thank you, Lord. Verse 10. I'm going to get through this. And this is love, not that we love God, but He loved us and sent His Son to be the propitiation for our sins. You didn't, your love, you couldn't even love God until you recognized that God loved you. You just couldn't. Men are incapable of loving God. Oh, you're ready for this? They have a satanic nature without God. You remember he told to the he told the religious people he says you are of your father the devil. And they tried to ki- they were they were trying to kill him before that. Who me? They were trying to kill him before that. Thank you, Lord. So, beloved if God so loved us, we also ought to love one another. You know, when God loves, he expects a response. You know, my wife used to tick me off. <laughs> don't you ever say that. <laughs> but uh, my, my, I don't care if you say about my wife, don't you ever say about your wife. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. And I would not want to talk to her. But you know, God expects a response. She would she would love me. And I wouldn't respond. But love like faith demands a response. You say, Well, God, you know, God love when God says He loves you, He expects a response he expects the response let me just say this one of the reasons why i want to preach this is because you see christians that have been christians for 20 30 years and they have not changed if you're hanging around god you better be changing i mean you don't have to do it all at once otherwise i'm not going to heaven I believe I'm going. I believe Jesus paid it all. But through the years, he has worked with me and worked with me and worked with me to where I don't do what I did before. I don't think what I did before. I don't act like I did before Some, sometimes. But. So let's go on verse 12, he says, no one has seen God at any time. If we love one another, God abides in us and his love has been perfected in us. Don't let that word perfected scare you. It just means matured. How many of your, you know, I loved Melanie when I got married. I told her. Of course, six months later, she was crying because I never told her again, but... (laughs) I told you, I told you six months ago, love demands a response. So no one has seen any God God at any time. If we love one another, God abides in us and his love has been perfected in us. God, us hanging around God perfects his love in us. Us hanging around God, when God says, I love you, then he expects you to love others. Mm -hmm. Just a thought. Verse 13, he says, by this we know we abide in him because as he is, well, by this we know he abides in us. And he is in us because he has given, up his, given us his spirit. Well, what spirit did he gave, give us? He gave us his spirit. The fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering. I forget the rest, so I'm not going there. Anyway, so, verse 14 and we have seen and testify that the father has sent the son as savior of the world whoever confesses that jesus is the son of god abide god abides in him and he in god if you confess jesus god abides in you do you think he do you think he's going to live in a in a trash heap Do you think he's going to live in a dump? If he abides in you, there's going to be some shifting around. There's going to be some trash gotten rid of, and he's going to clean the place up, and he's going to bring order into the place. My wife's going to tell me if I leave my underwear on the clothes, do you remember what you preached? God brings order. I don't leave my underwear on the floor. No. Some of you guys do. (laughs) Happy wife, happy life, baby. Better pick it up. Hallelujah. Let me just say this. I believe in a continual confessing of Jesus. I don't believe in a one-shot deal. I believe that we should continually be confessing Jesus because Jesus said, if you confess me before man, I will confess you before my Father in heaven. If you deny me before men, I will deny you before my Father in heaven. Thank you, Lord. Verse 16, it says, and we have known and believed the love that God has for us. God is love and he who abides in love abides in God and God in him. Can you see how important love is if i'm if i'm constantly letting letting uh, toxic waste spew from my mouth it's not my mouth out of the abundance of the heart the mouth speaks, so if toxic waste is emotional, toxic waste, is spewing out of my mouth, then we've got a problem, and it's not on God's side. But Jesus said, confess your sin. If you read the first chapter of 1 John, he says, confess your sin. He's faithful and just to forgive us our sin. Many many know God's word that says that he loves them, but it's hard for them to believe One of the reasons is because they have not allowed love to flow through them. When the sun of thunder arises in you, you need to immediately go back to love. Some people say, Well, what's the Holy Spirit sound like? Sometimes it sounds a lot like your wife. (laughs) I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear. Yeah, she said she's protecting her soul. Protecting her soul from what? Toxic. Toxic. <laughs> That's why we got to keep that love going and flowing. If I get away from it, I've got to come back. As a matter of fact, I wrote down a song here. <laughs> get back. Get back. Get back. And get back to where you once belong. Where do you belong? You belong in love. Thank you, Jesus. Verse 17 says, so Almost done. Love has been perfected among us. Remember, matured. Love has been perfected among us in this that we may have boldness in the day of judgment because as he is so are we in this world. What was Jesus like in this world? He was love manifested. He was God manifesting the love he was God manifesting the love of the Father. All right, there is no fear in love yeah, we're going to find out how mature we are. Where is it that I fear? That's where I've not been perfected in love. There is no fear in love because perfect love casts out fear. Perfect, what's perfect? Mature. You say, well, I'm not there yet. Well, you just grow. You grow, how do I grow? The sincere milk of the word of God that you may grow thereby along with the Holy Spirit. Fellowship with the Holy Spirit, fellowship with the word, fellowship with the son, with the father and with the body of Christ. You cannot, you cannot walk in love and keep yourself away from the body of Christ. Just a thought. Hallelujah. But, perf- uh, but he who fears has not been made matured in love. We love him, why? Because he first loved us. Hey, man, don't worry about it. He first loved you. How many, how many of you think, well, I got, I got a... Oh, I have time for a story. <laughs> My dad was having back pain. And he, uh, and he says... Uh, would you pray for us? Man, that was a miracle. He says, Would you pray for me? I said, Well, would you sit down? And so we got ready to pray for him. He says, Wait, wait, I gotta do something. So he gets, runs up, runs out of the room, comes back, let us pray for him. I said, Well, what was that all about? He says, Well, I had skull in my mouth. That's tobacco for those of you who don't know. He said I had tobacco in my mouth and I wanted to get rid of it. I said, Well, God knew that was in your mouth. He says, Well, I think I have a better chance. <laughs> this isn't a, this isn't about chance. <laughs> this isn't about hit and miss. <laughs> and you know what? We prayed for him. And he's going, Wow, wow, well, wow, you know, and you're you're thinking, What's he doing? He said, didn't you feel that? I said, what? (laughs) He says, like electricity was shooting through my body. That's why, Melody said, did you feel that in church today? I said, felt what? (laughs) Man, you know, when you pray for people, you might not feel a thing. I'm going to close with this last scripture, but I do want to say this. When you pray for people, even if you don't see anything happen, just ask the Holy Spirit to come, which he will. And even if you don't see a manifestation of healing, believe that they are being touched by the Holy Spirit. Believe that the Holy Spirit, and hey, how many of you want more anointing? Well, then keep coming. Keep coming. And and you, though they're praying for people, just ask for the Holy Spirit to fill them. Fill them with more. All right, let's close. He says, verse 20, if someone says I love God and hates the pastor, he is a liar. Oh, is that... If someone says he loves God and hates his brother, well, you know, when I was in the Baptist church, we called everybody brother. The pastor was brother Powell, So, Anyway, if anyone says he loves God and hates his brother, he's a liar. Now, I didn't say this. For he who does not love his brother who he has seen, how can, the, how can he love God in whom he has not seen? I think we can make some adjustments. And this commandment we have from him that he who loves God must love his brother also. Let me ask you this question. Has the son of thunder arisen in you lately? Then we've got to give it to God We've got to come to love, and we've got to let love do its work in us and show it. You know, love has to be shown, just like faith. You just shall live by faith. James says, if, you do not, uh, if your faith doesn't have works, your faith is worthless. It's dead. Well, I guess it would be the same way with love. Thank you, Lord. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for the power of God, for the power of the Holy Spirit. Lord, I pray if there are some sons of thunder in here, Lord, or they're sons of God, but they're still got, they still let that thunder arise up here and there. I pray, Lord God, that, they would, uh, that the Holy Spirit would break that spirit right now in the name of Jesus. And Lord, your word says if we confess our sin, you're faithful and just to forgive us and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Your word says in the next chapter, if anyone sin, and he says, I write these things unto you that you sin not. But if anyone sin, we have an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ, the righteous. And so, Father, we thank you, Lord God, that you're not holding sin against us, but you are calling us, Lord God, to turn it over to you, Father God, that we might become matured in his love, in Jesus' name. Now, say this with me, in the name of Jesus, Jesus. I confess Jesus as my Lord, I Lord. I I confess him as my Savior, and I believe by the, God, By the power of God, that I have the Spirit of God living within me. And, the Spirit, and the Spirit of the Son of Thunder no longer has a place in me. No place in, me. in Jesus' name. In Jesus name. And, I and I confess that I am maturing in love, maturing in love. because perfect love casts out fear. In Jesus' name, amen. I'm going to ask the healing team to come up at this time.